Hey, what's up, my friends? JT DeBolts with you today for the Elite Marketing Pro Daily Dose of Awesome. And today we're going to be talking about a very important topic, something that you've likely heard many times, how to build your business by adding value. But I have to tell you, there's a major misconception around this, this notion, this philosophy of adding value uh, to the marketplace. There are probably three big mistakes you might be making. I'm going to outline what those three big mistakes are, at least the mistakes that I've seen a lot of entrepreneurs make when it comes to adding value, and more importantly, a five-step process that you can use to ensure that you're not only adding value, but you're also building your business in the right way. So we're going to be talking about that today, and before we do that, let me just start off by saying good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time it is for you, no matter where you might be tuning in from on the Big Blue Marble. Thanks for joining us here each and every single Monday through Thursday, or Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific for your 15 minutes of inspiration, education, and motivation to get your day started off right. Always a privilege and an honor to be with you. So as you're jumping out here, let me know where you're tuning in from on the Big Blue Marble so I can give you a big shout out. What's up, Anna Lee? Coming in here, good to see you, my friend Pamela. Pamela coming in, saying hello. Chuck Kerwin, how you doing, my friend? Good to see you. Lots of cool people coming out here. Uh, always a privilege and an honor to see you guys. So you've probably seen or at least heard the notion of adding value, right? How do we get our message out there? How do we build our brands? How do we attract more customers, clients, prospects into our business? The idea is to add value. But isn't it kind of a nebulous saying, adding value? When you think of adding value, what do you think of? Go ahead and add, uh, ch uh, put that into the ch uh, chat box. I want to know what your version of adding value is. And by the way, if you guys were at NES 9 this past weekend, it was awesome to hang out with you guys. You probably remember me talking about this on Sunday uh, when I took the stage and spoke for a few minutes. I talked about uh, really the danger of adding value and how a lot of people, how a lot of people are value-adding themselves out of business. If you remember that, give me a two in the chat box. But uh, I want to see what you guys, what your perspective is on, on this whole idea of adding value. What is that definition? How do you define that, right? How do you actually define what it means to add value? Uh, I see some cool people out there. Tina, what's going on? Mel, what's coming up from uh, North Carolina? Debbie Edwards in Utah. Jan Fanzler, good to see you, my friend. Michelle, what's happening? Mel, uh, okay, so Mel says providing information that helps them. Roger that. Uh, that's a great way of putting it, right? You're adding value. And the whole idea is uh, you're giving them information, something that they can tangibly hang their hat on and build their business with, right? Samra, what's happening? Good to see you, my friend. All right. So as you come out here and define kind of what your, uh, you know, give me your definition of adding value, let me kind of give you mine. Adding value is any time that you can help somebody get past where they are right here, right now. So for instance, if I've got a headache, the last thing in the world I want to do is walk into a grocery store or a, or a, or a pharmacy and see that they have headache remedies and have them say, well, this is what we have, but you can't have it, right? We don't want to sell it to you because we don't want to be that person that puts ourselves out here or put, you know, put somebody out or offends them by asking for the sale. And here's what's really interesting about this is I see a lot of entrepreneurs do this. They want to add value, but they don't want to ask for the sale. So they'll talk about what the remedy does. They'll say, oh, man, this is what your life could be like if you didn't have this headache. They'll talk about the ingredients in their headache remedy. They'll even show you on the shelf where the headache remedy is, but they won't ask for the sale. This is one of the biggest mistakes I see people making in their business is they'll come out on Facebook Lives, they'll talk about something, uh, but they don't ever actually ask for the sale or they don't ever have a call to action. And by the way, when I talk about asking for the sale, I'm not necessarily saying the exchange of money. 
sometimes the sale is in the exchange for their email address, right? Have them actually opt into your page or opt into your website to become a lead, somebody that you can communicate with and continue to add value to. So adding value means helping them move past where they are right now. Maybe it's a big pain. Maybe it's an insecurity. Maybe it's a trouble that they're having in their business or their life. So that's really what it comes down to adding value. Um, Chuck says, giving them enough info, info to want more. Exactly. Providing people hope in their world. Great job, Jan. I totally agree with that. Um, Michelle says, people are afraid of asking for the sale. And it's true. And we're actually going to talk more about that in a second because if you're afraid to ask for the sale, it's going to be one of the biggest hindrances to your success in your business. No matter where you're at right now, if you've hit a plateau, or even if you're just starting out in business and you haven't made your first sale yet, it's one of the things that you're going to have to rationalize and get, get used to. What's really interesting is you can see this in behavior a lot of times at live events. So for instance, NES, there was an awesome offer made uh, for the elevation program, for the fast track program. And lots of people took advantage of it. It was really great. I had one person tell me, hey, you know what? I don't really don't like being pitched to. I don't like being sold to. They were the spouse of, a, of an attendee. And I said, well, that's very interesting because if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you have to get used to sales. In fact, you've got to love sales, not only just asking for the sale and getting paid, you also have to be comfortable being on the receiving end of it and realize that the sale is being offered to you, the offer is being made to you because it's coming from a place of genuine concern, care, and desire to help right? And if you're in a place where you need that help, you also have to be willing to receive that help. So ask yourself that question. It's a little bit of something that I want you to diagnose for yourself is, am I resistant to the sales process? Especially if you're the person on the other end, on the receiving end of the sales process. If you're resistant to the sales process, it could possibly show up for you as the salesperson or the person that makes the offer. And by the way, again, I'm going to say this again. When I talk about the sale, my friends, I'm not just talking about the exchange of money. If you have a problem with somebody asking for something from you, whether asking for your email address, asking for your cell phone number, asking for, uh, you know, sometimes you want to, they, they ask you to text something into something, right? Text 7823 if you want to receive free updates. If you have a resistance to that, or if, you're, if you have a resistance to being pitched to or sold to or made offers to, you got to get clear on that and ask yourself, do I really have the mindset of an entrepreneur? Do I have the mindset of a business owner? And if that's a problem for you, it doesn't mean you're not built to be an entrepreneur. It doesn't mean you can't be successful in business. It just means, hey, I'm aware of that. It's something I need to work on. Does that make sense? If that makes sense, give me a three in the chat box uh, because it's really important. And by the way, my chat uh, comments just froze up, so I apologize. Hopefully, it'll bounce back in a second. Hopefully, I'm still alive. That would be a bummer. So these are a couple of things, and I mentioned a moment ago that there were three big mistakes that I see people making when it comes to adding value. The first one is, is that they want to give everything away for free. Now, by the way, this in and of itself is not necessarily a bad place to be, and I actually made the point at NES that all these top you know, six and seven figure earners came up on stage and they were willing to give freely of themselves for the entire weekend. They stood up on stage, delivered massive value, dropped huge amounts of, of information and wisdom on the, um, the attendees. And so in and of itself, that's an example of somebody giving away a ton for free. In fact, you might also say they almost gave everything away for free at a point. But here's the key to it, to a point. The idea that you want to get used to when it comes to making this big mistake of giving away too much for free is to realize, listen, you still have to be willing to see something that's valuable about what you have. Valuable does not mean free. 
All right, you can give valuable stuff away for free, but that's not what makes it valuable. Very important to understand this. The fact that you're talking about it on Facebook Lives or putting it into an email or putting it into a blog post does not in and of itself make it valuable, all right? The key to it is does it move somebody forward? Again, lots of great people, smart people giving us, uh, giving us their wisdom. Hey, I'm locked up again, or I'm unlocked, cool. All right, so lots of people dialing three in here. Um, Jan says, man, you guys gave great, incredible value at NES9. Thank you for that, Jan. Much appreciated. The other mistake that I see people making when it comes to, quote, unquote, adding value is that they want to make it affordable. Now, this is a slippery slope because we have to understand that that term affordable is coming from a very important perspective, and that perspective is our own. Now, I say important because this is the one area that you have control over. You have no control over somebody else, and if they don't see you as as being affordable or anything like this, then all of a sudden we become sort of enwrap, uh, you know, tied up in a, uh, in a tug-of-war, right? It's a tug-of-war of values. It's a tug-of-war of perspective. It's a tug-of-war of all kinds of things, many of which uh, is out of our control. So if I say, hey, man, I'm going to make this super affordable for everybody, instantly a person is thinking to themselves, well, I'm looking for it on the cheap right? I'm looking for it to be very, quote unquote, inexpensive. And that is the opposite of valuable, all right? It doesn't mean that something can be low priced and not have some serious value. In fact, just a moment ago, we were talking about free, right? You can give away free stuff and have it be highly valuable. But if your perspective, or at least the stance you're standing from, the the place you're coming from is saying, well, I'm going to make this as low priced as possible, ask yourself, is that necessarily the best thing in the interest of the person? Is that in their best interest? Uh, when you when it comes to giving stuff away or, or giving information away, all of a sudden now we start kind of judging, and that's not the place that you want to be from when you come, come from when you're in the place of being in leadership. If this is making sense, give me a four in the chat box. I want to make sure you guys are getting this. Uh, my ch- uh, looks like my I might be frozen, might be locked up. Hopefully not. The third part, the third big mistake I see people making is, and it kind of ties into what I just said a moment ago about being affordable, is they undervalue themselves. They underprice things. They start basically giving away high-priced or high-valuable things for little or no money when it comes to the actual sales process. I'm not talking about giving content or giving value. I'm talking about when they actually put themselves out there. All of a sudden, they think, well, listen, I don't want to be the person that offends somebody. I don't want to price myself out of the uh, marketplace, and I want to make it super affordable so people work with me as opposed to that person over there that's, that's uh, pricing their information or their, their uh, wisdom or their services at a premium. Listen, be very careful about this because you get what you pay for. If you go to the Ferrari dealership, you're probably not going to find a Prius, all right? I'm just saying. So if you see yourself as being low, low value or low priced, that's the, another thing you want to diagnose and something else you want to work on. And frankly, here's the thing. You are very valuable. You've got a ton to give, but it's important that you recognize this. All right, great. So if there's all these mistakes that people make when it comes to adding value, what's the answer? Do we stop adding value? Do we take a stance that we say, I'm never, no longer going to add value? Of course not. That would be ridiculous. That would be silly, and it would probably crush your business. Here's the deal, though. What I want you to be very careful about is this. Number one rule to adding value. Pay close attention to what I'm about to say to you. The number one the number one rule to adding value is you have to be valuable. People do business with people they know, like, trust, and love. People do business with people. They don't do business with brands. They don't do business with, with machines. They don't do business with websites. They don't do business with any. Listen, when people come to you and they want to work with you in EMP, yeah, they may love 
the three founders. They may love TJ Irway. They may love Fernie Ceballos. They may love Matt Crystal. They may may love all three of them. But here's the thing. They are actually not doing business with those three. They're doing business with you. All right. So they're going to be asking themselves, what's in it for me to work with you personally? Because there's lots of folks out there that are promoting EMP or maybe it's your network marketing company or maybe it's your personal brand. The fact of the matter is they want to work directly with you. That's the thing that they're looking at. Now, here's what's cool about this. You can automate that stuff. It doesn't mean you have to work. Let's say you had a thousand people in your organization. Does that mean that you have to interface with a thousand people a day? Absolutely not. That would be foolish, and it was, it's totally unattainable, right? Unless you somehow can clone yourself, it would be very difficult to work with a 1,000 people every single day. But the good news is, is that if you add value to yourself by investing in yourself and also by showing up to it every single day and taking it seriously and treating it like a profession, treating it like a full-time gig, treating it like not, not a hobby but like something that's an actual investment, that's where it becomes valuable. That's where you become valuable. All right, so let's talk about this for a second. There's five things I want you to think about and how to actually become valuable, all right, and how to actually give and add value. If you guys want to know the five things, give me a five in the chat box. There are five specific things I want you to pay close attention to each and every single one of them um, and make sure that we're, we're totally getting this. Lots of people give me uh, thumbs ups and smiley faces and stuff like that. It's rad. Uh, <laughs> So that's awesome. Chuck says, you have some of the best quotes ever. Really helped me at NES. Appreciate that, man. All right, lots of fives coming in. Here's the deal. All right, I want, to, I want you to pay close attention. I want you to think of the word power, all right? We're going to use the word power just to kind of make this memorable, to keep it as an acronym, if you will, to keep these five things in line for you when, you when it comes to adding value. When it comes to adding value, think of stepping into your power, all right? P stands for perspective. Now, listen. If you're going to add value to somebody, they don't want to hear you just quoting quotes, all right? They don't want to see another motivational meme. Anybody can do that. Anybody can cut and paste that crap. Go on Instagram, and that's pretty much all you'll see. What people really want to know, if they want to get to know you, like you, trust you, and actually do business with you, is they want to know your perspective. Now, what do I mean by perspective? Perspective means your take on things. So, uh, during the Fast Track workshops, uh, I do a thing on, on how to actually create content, content creation. The first part I talk about is you have to find a place of inspiration, something that inspires you. Could be a movie quote. Could be a scene out of a play that you just watched. Could be, a, a, in my case, I love to watch sports, so I draw a lot of inspiration from watching athletes rise to the occasion. Uh, it could be a business thing. It could be a book that you read. It could be something that you just observed in, in your everyday life. The idea here is to not just give a book report on the book. The idea is not just to quote a quote. The idea is not just to give a play-by-play dissertation of what happened in the game. The key to it is to give your take on it, right? So you might say, hey, listen, I just read this incredible book, uh, or I found this thing called AMF, uh, Attraction Marketing Formula. It's totally crazy. Here's my take on it. Here are the three big things I took away from it. And you give your take on it. Now, that's valuable to people because they want to know what your take, what's your perspective on this? And if you give your perspective on things, all of a sudden you have differentiated yourself from everybody else. Reason being, you're the only person on planet Earth that can have that unique perspective. Now, others may share that perspective. They may agree with that perspective, but it's never going to be 100% the exact same for all of us, all right? Does that make sense? If you guys are getting this, give me a thumbs up in the chat box. If that makes sense to you where you say, hey, listen, man, I totally understand that my perspective is extremely valuable. And if I'm going to add value to the marketplace, I have to give my perspective, my take on things, all right? 
Hey, what's up, Chris Anderson? Good to see you, my friend. Lisa Gentile saying five. Cool. Lots of people giving thumbs up. Michelle, thank you for that. Angeline Constantino giving a high five. All right, cool. Now, the O in power, the O in power, this is important. Pay close attention. Besides just your perspective, you also want to give your opinion. Now, what's the difference between perspective and opinion? Perspective is your take on things. When you say, hey, listen, this is what I learned from this, this is what I've gleaned from this, you're basically thinking in a logic-based uh, logic uh, uh, response to something. An opinion, on the other hand, is where you can have an emotional, visceral response to something. Now, this is exactly what I'm coming from right here. It's an opinion of mine that adding value is a great way to go out of business, if done incorrectly. Right, So I could sit here and say, hey, the most important thing you can do in your business is add value, except that's not my opinion. My opinion is you will go out of business if you're adding value or value adding yourself out of business. Instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to include my perspective on this, but I'm going to put my opinion first and say to you, here's the key to this. If you're not adding value in the right way, if you're making these three mistakes or not doing these five things that I'm teaching you here, you might run yourself into trouble. You might get yourself into a place where you've got a ton of followers, ton of fans, but no conversions. You might get people that love you uh, and, and want to see you come out live, but they're not doing business with you. And I'm telling you from personal experience, personal freaking experience, that can drive you freaking crazy as it drives you out of business, right? I mean, it didn't drive me out of business, but it certainly drove me nuts for years when I had people listening to my podcast, showing up to my Facebook Lives, doing, you know, opting into my websites and opting into my list, but they weren't actually doing business with me. And I realized, listen, I need to start being a little bit more, uh, you know, giving my opinion. Now, yes, this is going to polarize you. Yes, you're going you're gonna to chase people away. Yes, if you show up and tell people what you really think about things, you're going to eventually piss people off. But as the great Darren Hardy says, piss more people off. Listen, if you piss people off and they go away, they weren't going to do business with you anyway. So you may as well lighten the load and make more room for the people that will align with your values, your vision, your mission, and your purpose. So opinion is very important. If you guys are, are agreeing with this, give me one of those like uh, hang 10 things or whatever. That's, I don't know what that's called, the Hawaii thing. Surfers do it, man. Give me one of those things. I want to see, <laughs> see those. What's up, Jennifer Stover King? Good to see you. All right, now, the W in power, this is extremely important. You know by now that we live in the information age, right? So we got tons of information coming at us left and right 24-7. There is not a lack of information. What we lack is wisdom. We want wisdom. That's what the W stands for. Now, what is wisdom? Wisdom is where you take information, and it's just those ones and zeros. It's just that sound that's coming in from bouncing all over our heads, and we actually internalize it. If you take information and internalize it, it becomes knowledge, right? Because you start to think about it, you start to process it, you start to intellectualize it. But that information goes to knowledge. It doesn't do much until you put it into action. So you have to actually apply it. Now, here's the important part. The wisdom part is where you convert the uh, knowledge into action, and the action actually gives you some form of a result, some sort of feedback. That's where the wisdom comes from. So if somebody goes, hey, this is how you ride a bike, and I read it in a book, that's just information. But if I read it in the book and I actually compartmentalize it in my brain and I go, okay, cool, uh, what I got to do is get the pedals moving. I got to keep myself balanced. I got to kind of keep the wheels moving left and right just a little bit. Then I have to go put it into practice. I'm going to fall off the bike several times. I might crash into a tree here and there because I haven't quite figured out how to control that thing. But as soon as I do that, it becomes wisdom. I could sit here all day and talk to you about how to ride a bike, but it wouldn't mean anything unless I'd actually put it into action. And by the way, this is where the real value comes from. This is extremely important in entrepreneurship. 
Do you have to be super experienced in business? Absolutely not. Do you have to have years and years of, of trial and error under your belt? No, you don't. You just simply have to have taken something that you learned, put it, take it, taken it from the information stage into knowledge, and then put it into action to make it wisdom and then have the willingness to share it, all right? That's super important. If you put that into wisdom and you share your wisdom, that's where people start to observe you and see you as very, very valuable. Next, the E in power. This is key is your experience. Now, I'm not talking about experience in general, all right? I served 12 and a half years in the United States Navy. That's 12 and a half years of experience, but that's not what people care about. Nobody cares about how long you've been in business. I've been in business now for 12 years, you know? First business my wife and I ever started was back in 2006. So for 12 and a half years, essentially, I've been in business. That's crazy to think about. It doesn't matter how long you've been in business. It's what you've learned. It's what you've done kind of goes back to what I was talking about with perspective and wisdom. Those two combined are based on your experience. Now, I could sit here and say I've been in business for 12 and a half years, but if I haven't done anything, if I've been sitting on my butt watching webinars and downloading eBooks and going from training to training and shiny object to shiny object, I'm probably going to have a pretty crappy experience, but I could still share it, right? I could talk about my, my experience as a procrastinator. I could talk about my experience as the never-ending student and never-doing doer, right? <laughs> The whole point to it is you have to share your experience and talk about, hey, here's the things I've actually done. If you've only been in business one day and you've been taking action all day, you're far more valuable to somebody than somebody who's been sitting on the bench for five years. So don't underestimate how much time you've had. Don't worry about that. It's not about how much time you have in, in the experience. It's about what you've done with it. That old saying is so true. It's not the, the years in your life that matter. It's the, it's, not the life in, it's the life in your years, right? I think Abraham Lincoln said that, something to that effect. But you guys probably know what I'm talking about. If this makes sense to you, give me a fist bump, man. I want to see a fist bump up here in the chat box because I want to make sure you understand the difference between results and experience or even time. It doesn't matter how much time you've been around. It doesn't matter how long you've been around. Your experience means how much you've actually taken on board. Think of it like scratching the paint, dinging the sheet metal, putting some miles on the odometer. That's experience, right? If this makes sense, give me a fist bump in the chat box. I'm seeing people doing the thing. That's cool, man. I just wanted to see if it would work. I've never, <laughs> I've never actually seen it. There we go. Cool. Fist pumps, left and right. Great to hear it. Okay, so finally, the R in power, and this is super important when it comes to adding value, all right? The R is you got to be willing to receive. I know that sounds crazy. You're like, whoa, whoa, we're talking about adding value. What do I mean about receiving? Actually, what I'm talking about is recognizing your value. you got to be willing to recognize your own value. One of the saddest things I see people do in business and in life, by the way, is they fail to, re to actually recognize their own value. These are people that have been busting their butts, people that have been making sacrifices, people that have been making mistakes and learning from it and not quitting, people with the grit, the determination to follow through, and yet they don't recognize that. They spend so much time beating themselves up. So much time adoring other people or maybe, maybe even uh, worshiping other people. They look at the top earners in the industry. They look at the big dogs in the, in, the, in the marketplace and they go, well, but that's them and not me. Listen, you have to step back and recognize and then receive the fact that you have been pretty awesome. You did something right to get here. As I said in my talk on Sunday, don't forget how cool this is because you're getting graded on it or because you're trying to make money. It's very easy to say, man, you know, I haven't, made, I haven't gotten the results I want. I haven't gotten where I thought I would be by now. 
But that's you not recognizing how awesome it is that you took the freaking step, the big, bold, gigantic step to actually put yourself out there and be an, an entrepreneur. There's a lot of people out there that would love to be where you're at right now, but they simply lack the courage. They simply lack the follow through. They can talk a big game, but anybody can talk a big game. Can you show up and walk the talk? That's the question. And the most important thing for you right now is to recognize, recognize your value. And not only recognize your value, but put it out there and defend it, all right? What I mean by defend it, I mean when somebody says, listen, I really want to work with you, and you start making money, recognize that you're worthy of it. This is a self-worth type of thing. And I got to tell you, it's one of the biggest things we work with in the workshops here in the Fast Track program. So be, be aware of this. My friends, I want you to add value. I want you to put lots of content out there. But remember this, adding value doesn't mean putting out a bunch of content. Adding value doesn't mean showing up with consistency and pumping out Facebook lives and pumping out blog posts and sending out emails. That's only one part of it. Adding value means that you give your perspective, you give your opinion, you share your wisdom, you give of your experience, and you recognize that you are valuable. Because if you don't recognize your value, nobody else will. And if they're not going to recognize your value, it's going to be very hard to build the business accomplish the goals, and live the dream that you're here to live, the life that you were destined to live. So make sure each and every single day, not only are you adding value, but you're becoming more and more valuable. Invest in yourself. Surround yourself with people that are out there kicking ass, taking names, and some people that you look at and say, wow, man, I want to up-level my game. It's not about hanging out and being beneath people, and it's certainly not about putting yourself above others. It's about up-leveling your game every single day, that better everyday mentality. And more importantly, giving yourself freely out there and recognizing that there are going to be people that are going to want to work with you. It's not about giving away everything for free or making it affordable or making it super cheap. It's about recognizing the fact that you're valuable and you're willing to receive that value when people want to work with you. All right, my friends, well, that does it for today. It went a little bit long, but you know what, man? That's what happens when you get fired up. That's what happens when you get uh, super, super passionate about what you believe in. So have that same attitude. Take that same posture out into your business today and every single day, and make sure you join us here every single Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Tomorrow we're going to have another amazing mentor out here. And remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll see you guys soon.